Good morning, good morning. I forgot it was the AM. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. Today is uh, September 10th, 2020. And the audience, you all are now listening to The Crow Show. I'm your host, Torch the Poet, and I have a special guest, Caleb, on the line with me. And uh, Caleb, if you don't mind, if you just kind of give a, uh, a, a brief background, um, a little bit about yourself. Well, my name is Caleb. I am an author, a musician, and I have a podcast. And you're also a Star Wars fanatic like myself. I have watched every single Star Wars movie, probably the first, the original set, I probably watched about six times. Good man. I've Good watched man. Them, I've watched them since I was five. Mm. It sounds like about the age that uh, I believe I started watching, because if I'm not mistaken, um, the very first episode, the original first episode, I think that was what, 78? I'm not that mistaken. Would be it should be a uh, Jedi. Um, it actually should be Empire Strikes the Empire the Strikes last Back. Movie. It was the last te- movie. Technically the last movie, but it's technically the the first, but it's technically the last, yes. It was the end of the trilogy. Or well, the end of the series, but the beginning of the the, releases. mm -hmm. Exactly, exactly. It was really weird. Um, Yeah, yeah, because it because it almost started where the first one. Gosh damn! I can't think. Is that Empire Strikes Back? I should have done my research. Um. Oh man, I feel so bad. (laughs) Return Return of the Jedi is actually that's where it leaves off. Empire Strikes Back. I should not. I feel like that's not the first one. Damn, I should have done my research. I feel silly. Because I feel like Return of the Jedi, uh, that's either the one where Luke trained on Dagobah or where Luke finally defeated Vader. That's when he finally defeated Vader. Um, And it's ironic that. I think that's the last one. Yeah, that's the last one. Um, And it's ironic that you say that particular movie because the question I have for you. Um, and it kind of took me a while, but I think you could have really appreciate this question. Um, what if Princess Leia would have actually turned to the dark side, um, as Vader wanted her to? Because if you remember that when when Luke Skywalker and uh, Darth Vader had their their epic scene, um, and Vader has said how you know there's uh, how Luke has a twin sister um you have a sister a twin sister <laughs> um and he wanted her her being Princess Leia to turn to the dark side so my question for you is uh hypothetically let's say that scenario played out and Princess Leia would have turned to the dark side um what do you think would have been the outcome had that happened well if i if i've paid attention to the lore and the books correctly that would have been the driving force to send luke to the dark side in an effort mm-hmm. to save his sister and mm-hmm. vader probably either would have killed leia 
or she would have gotten away from the dark side and went to the good side and still went on to train Rey in the way of the Jedi but Luke would have been a Sith Lord that she would have had to deal with and I, I love how you just brought up Rey because I feel like she embodies exactly what you just stated um, between Leia and Luke um, like it's almost so real it's surreal the way I really feel like she embodies um, Luke and Leia um, because the very last installment um, as far as for the, the Star Wars series it just it left you on edge kind of wondering like where do we go from from here now you know she um, needs a show because the the position that she took up in mm-hmm. the force is mm-hmm. not something you make movies about there's a reason that you True. only saw that lightsaber in mm-hmm. the star wars the old republic mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. that is somebody that has a balance a perfect 50 50 balance mm-hmm. between mm-hmm. the dark side and the light side and they're responsible mm-hmm. for killing both sith and jedi when they get out of line yep yep that is a good point that is such a good point um that duality i mean i love how they really played on that dynamic she was um, a good character Ky- she was too and i love i mean I, I really like how kylo ren um i love how he really made the transition as well you know um he was what would have happened to darth vader mm-hmm. if darth vader was not in that suit yep yep Yep, I have to agree with that. I have to really agree with that. Um, now, my other question for you would be, who do you think would have won between... Uh, I'm, two scenarios. Who do you think would have won between... This is probably gonna be. Uh, it, it may be silly, but still, who do you think would have won between the the teenage Anakin Skywalker versus Yoda? And again, I might be silly. Um, and then also Darth Vader versus Yoda. Yoda easily. <laughs> mm. There's the mm. uh, if you pay attention to how he fights throughout the entire series. His fighting does not change at all through the entire series. Mm-hmm. He does not fight with a traditional form of combat. Anakin and Darth Vader were both trained in a traditional form of combat mm-hmm. by both Obi-Wan and mm-hmm. uh, Sidious. Sidious, right. But even Sidious could not counter... Yoda because either Yoda had the knowledge on him or Yoda was too fast mm-hmm. now Anakin could get the jump on him right? if he had the experience of Darth Vader but the mm-hmm. agility and the power of when he was a teenager when he was a teenager yeah I, I think that's a, a, a great analogy um, it's the only but, way pardon me, great assessment <laughs> Um, because you're right um, and for and for those who are listening if you don't know um, <laughs> Anakin Skywalker 
Well, no, I, no, I won't say that. They are two different characters. They're two different totally. personalities within the same person. Within the same person. Um, but I do have to agree that teenage Anakin. Uh, I mean, he shit. If he if he would not have really allowed the dark side to consume him. Um, I mean, shit. I think he really would have gave Yoda a run for Yoda's money. I, I don't. I don't know if he still would have defeated Yoda. Um, had it ever came down to such, obviously, if he would have not turned to the dark side, that wouldn't have happened anyhow. Um, I have a hypothetical for you. Yeah, of course, of course. And I, I already know the answer to this. I know my answer to this because this uh-huh. is something that's up for interpretation between everybody, and it's different between each person. Do you think Anakin achieved his destiny of bringing balance to the Force after it was all said and done? Uh, <coughs> excuse me, I'm smoking one here. Pardon me. Um, first, that's a that's a a, a, a great question. Uh, I I would say yes, but not. <sighs> You know what I would say yes because he first saw I think once he how can I explain this I I think after after Leia and Luke were born I, I, I really think that Anakin for seeing the future um, and that Ray was going to definitely bring balance. I don't think that he knew that his grandson would play an intricate part in that as well. Um, And nor do I think that he really knew that it was going to be Ray, but I think he sensed it was definitely going to be um, a woman in the form of of a balanced Jedi and, and, and Sith. Sith Lord, what have you. Um, so yeah, yeah, I, I, I definitely do. Um, I just don't think he, he would have saw it play out like that, you know, that the balance would, would come about in such a way. Um, I think that he felt it would be his, his offspring, you know, his, his, his twins that were born. Um, because I think he really struggled with that um, as Vader when Luke was being electrocuted um, by and I was butcher's name Palpaline I I was butcher's name I just called him Sidious at that point yeah I feel so silly butchering his name so when he was being electrocuted by Sidious uh, Lord I feel like Vader was really in tune with with that that duality that you spoke of earlier that Ray has. I don't think he um, ever truly went to the dark side. No, I I I don't think he ever did. Um, <laughs> you know, I kind of feel like, and and maybe this is off tangent, but I feel like it's. I've always used Star Wars as like my backdrop to say, growing up in Chicago. Um, you kind of feel like there's 
a tug and pull between the dark side and the light. Well, um, there's um, and this goes a little bit out of Star Wars, but this is a big point that a lot of people miss is you have a lot of these people that are like um, movies are useless, TV shows are useless. Man, the shows that I was growing up with, like Avatar The Last Airbender, Ben 10, uh-huh. Star Wars, Scooby-Doo, Tom and Jerry, and stuff like that, they uh-huh. taught kids, especially Star Wars and Avatar, they taught kids and stuff, um, there was, they taught them like really adult topics, like this is the result of war and they taught children how to bring balance to themselves like avatar showed uh a big character that does it is uh uncle iroh i don't know if you've watched the show or not but he says uh you have to learn from all of the different cultures if you want to become a man that can truly guide his people and then star wars teaches you that if you have balance in yourself then you're destined for great things mm-hmm. stuff like that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree um, and a lot of you're right a lot of people don't take those type of programs um, those type of movies series what have you and <laughs> they need understand. to go with a sense of uh, seriousness in my opinion yeah yeah no i mean because you're right like especially star wars i mean i don't know how someone could not equate a lot of their life to star wars i mean you know like you like you said you have to have a balanced life to really achieve greatness i mean that that you know that that should be a no-brainer um but when you have a movie that can depict that and greatly the way that star wars does i mean each episode uh, it tackled a different issue. Yeah, yeah, B- but still, the nucleus was having balance. Um, like right there I mean, at know, the end, where uh, with his last breath, uh-huh. uh, Luke was trying to pull Darth Vader up on the ship, and like he's like, yep. "Come on, get up, we can save you." And he's like, "No, because of all of the things that I've done." I the biggest thing I can do is sacrifice myself to get you off the ship to mm-hmm. try to show you that I have truly loved you this whole time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like how he even tells Luke, you know, let me look at you with my own eyes or and look upon you with my eyes. Off comes that helmet and he mm-hmm. shows to Luke that he's a real even right there at the end. Yep. And a lot. This is a detail that a lot of people miss. Is he didn't have the Sith eyes anymore? Exactly. Yep. Exactly. This is another a- off-tangent thing, but you want to know mm-hmm. a little fact about uh, about the Avatar series? What's that? It's got more. It's got more awards than. It's got more awards than half of the Hollywood superstars. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> if you look it up, it's got a. They're like humanitarian awards for educating children. And it's got. Oh, shit. It's got like. It's either got like 15 or 20 of them for its, little, for its little three season run of the subjects that it was able to communicate to children. 
Damn. Shit. I didn't even know that. Also, George really- Lucas is coming back to Star Wars. Shut up. He's not having to give back any of the money either. <laughs> <coughs> Shut up. Shut up! I'm not lying. You can you can look it up. They're they're talking to him about bringing him back for another series of movies. Oh man! I, they need you, you, they need George Lucas to write the story, and they need to have J.J. Abrams make the special direct. effects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. George, you did good with the old ones, but the mm-hmm. picture, the pictures and stuff mm-hmm. that I saw in this series of movies mm. and mm. don't mind my French but that gave me a nerdgasm no I hear you yeah <laughs> no I Abrams JJ did a, a phenomenal job I hate Star Trek but the, what he did with those Star Wars movies oh my god they made me hot yeah. in my pants yeah no I, I listen um, I was definitely uh, nerding out over especially this last installment um the last, the rise of Skywalkers or whatever. I, the, the rise of Skywalker. Um, I mean, I just, I, I, I love how he would have like again their sense of, of duality, Kylo Ren and uh, and Ray, how they can be in two different worlds, but like they would somehow. Oh shit! That that stuff had me spinning. I was like, whoa! Because for a moment, you 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 really got lost. I mean, I you know if you. If you're like us and you love Star Wars, like you got lost and like in, in, in thinking that they both were fucking like right there, especially like when he what was that one scene where he like reached into into her dimension and like snatched whatever. Can't remember what the heck he he took off of her. Uh, um, fuck. what it was. Uh, it was it was something important. But the one scene that I liked was uh, where she was on his ship and he was down on the ground looking for her. And he made that one slice and fucking Darth Vader's helmet fell at his feet. And he's like, I know where the fuck she is. And he picks it up and he's like, let's go. (laughs) Yeah, I love that scene. Like, I mean, just the way that that was directed. Nothing um, beats the duels of fate, though. Man. Yes, I have to agree. I have to. I have to agree with that. And that's what Fucking, uh, to me, Liam Neeson's coming back for the Obi Wan show, and so is Connor uh, what McGregor. Is, yeah, Connor McGregor's coming back. Hayden's coming back. Liam's coming back. I'm pretty sure Darth Maul's supposed to be coming back. What? All of them are coming back oh, for Obi Wan show that has been confirmed by McGregor. And Disney both. Damn. And then Django's supposed, or it's either Django or his, is Django, Django's the dad, right? Yeah. And then his son, it's one of the two that's supposed to be in the next season of The Mandalorian. Oh, man. Disney may Mm. be milking Star Wars dry, but I tell you, that thing's a whop right now. Uh, well, Mandalorian, uh, just what a tremendous work of art. Uh, I mean, I've, I've, I can fucking watch that. They're depicting so the culture, times. like the way they're depicting the culture. And that's another thing that can relate today, too, mm-hmm. is we have mm-hmm. a lot of people that are like that. 
where they're just mm-hmm. trying to get by, survive, mm-hmm. and they're not trying mm-hmm. to fight with anybody. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I... it's like uh, another um, another thing about Star Wars is though is uh, it's based largely off of actual history too. Yeah. By far. Are you hearing I mean, that and buzzing? The, uh, no. I wonder if that's on my end. I don't know. I was wanting to bring it up to you because I didn't know if you were hearing it. No, I mean I got my AC going. I don't know if uh. Man, I left the AC. I left my room because I was sitting in a nice comfy chair. Uh-huh. And I was sitting. I was actually. I wanted to bring this up with you in this, but I didn't know when to bring it up. We can, mm-hmm. we can go back to Star Wars. I got ADHD. Oh man, I got ADHD. Don't I don't work, remember bro. exactly where we were in the conversation. <laughs> Have you ever? You know who Logan Paul is, right? You can't be on the internet and not who know who that motherfucker yeah. is. Yeah, no, I know who he is. He's got a podcast. It's actually it's pretty. He's a whole lot smarter than his videos let you on. Mm-hmm. Because like they tackle some serious shit. Mm-hmm. I was in the middle mm-hmm. of an episode. And you'll never believe who's on that show. Who? Six Nine is making some waves and trying to get Logan Paul put back into YouTube jail. Can't have Six Nine on anything without getting in trouble. Oh hell no! I am not kidding. I can send you some pictures. He's sitting. Damn. He's sitting his tatted ass right there and throwing shots at streaming services and everything. You know what? I did see that shit, man. I did see that. I just didn't know that that uh, Logan Paul was wrapped up with that idiot. But I did see that. I mean, yeah, he he, he was throwing shots at the dude back in in my birth city in Chicago as well. Uh, he being six nine was doing that. Um, I did not know he was that that Logan Paul was anywhere associated with them. No, apparently this is the first time they've met up, and uh, they just invited him on. Which, knowing Logan, he invited him on for the streaming yeah, numbers. I mean, right. I mean, of but, course. Uh, Six Nine's like, I'm getting blackballed and uh, right. We're getting, blocked yeah. by all these streaming services. Yes. Yeah. Who would want to be associated with somebody that got arrested for the shit you got arrested for? Yeah, right. <laughs> and you and you over there snitching at that. So yeah, I mean. No, ain't nobody trying to trying to deal with that shit. He trying to Not defend even though, himself. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's like, like, bro, your 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 street credit is like dead, gone. <laughs> like that shit is fucking obliterated. On top of that, it's it's bad business. Like, yo, no one wants to fuck with you. You know, like, come on, man, that's that's a bad look for any fucking he's streaming. He's one of the few people that makes rap look bad. Yeah, man, that shit is garbage, man. But I said, I said over. He had the balls to call it good music. Yeah, that shit's trash. I listened to like, uh, I listened to Eminem, Joiner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Lucas Joiner. He he got some flow. Lucas Joiner. He definitely got some flow. I listened to a little bit of Boogie with a Hoodie, X, Logic. NF and I think the last one I really got into was uh, I got a little bit of Lil Wayne mm. not a lot I'm not 
I'm not hugely into rap. But if they're good, they're good. I'll give them credit where credit's due. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's how I feel about music. All genres, you know, country music, uh, rock, heavy metal, rap, R&B. Now, metal, uh, metal gets some shit. <laughs> okay. If you had to pick one metal artist that you have heard that you think raps pretty decently, who would you pick? And I give you examples of some. Who who would rap decently? Yeah. <sighs> Shit. I can't even think of not a one to be candid. Um, and believe me, I'm I'm older than you are, so I'm trying to. <laughs> think of someone from my day age is just a number yes sir yes sir your willingness to learn is what keeps you young if I had yeah fuck man I don't know if I would consider Nirvana heavy metal um they're definitely rock obviously but I don't know if I if I would consider they them heavy metal they're definitely grunge um, they invented grunge mm-hmm. um but they gave birth to Foo Fighters like teen, yeah, Teen Spirit. Food. Teen Spirit was my song. Um, Food Fighters. That was a kick-ass fucking group too. I don't, I don't know. So you, you have to enlighten me because you got me stomped um, with that one. Look up Attila. Now you'll have to search uh, specifically their song "Mosh Pit" featuring a guy named OK. That guy, he raps, but he screams while he raps. So it's like oh, a shit. it's like a double whammy of talent. And if you Dang. listen to Slipknot, Spit It Out mm. is where Corey Taylor really throws out his rapping ability. I'm, I'm writing that down. Which he did a song recently with Tech Nine. Okay. And uh, I, I like Tech Nine. Kid Bookie and Tech Nine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, motherfucker, man. Other than uh, Twister, fucking Tech Nine, man, that motherfucker can rap fast as fuck, man. I tried Buster Rhymes, and I, I was told he was the fastest one I could find, but I was like, nah. Yeah, Tech Nine is 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 pretty damn fast. Eminem got it pretty um, good on Godzilla. Yeah, I don't know how that man has lungs. I don't, man, and, and believe me, I love to write. I I just I don't know how. I mean, some of these songs are damn near like 48 bars, it seems like, because, I mean, dude, they, it's like they're damn near putting a two for one in each bar. It's weird. I mean, when I listen to Twister, especially him being from from Chicago, I can understand him, but like, I can't say that shit that damn fast, you Um, know? They said at the end of Godzilla, in the one minute, that Eminem was doing fast rapping, mm-hmm. like as fast as he could go. They said he fit 258 bars into that one minute. Gosh. And damn. It's people like Tech Nine, Kid Bookie, NF, and Logic that are carrying over good rap. And this is not offense to anybody that does rap, but rap has gone downhill. Yeah, hell in yeah. quality hell yeah metal and rock is starting to come back up on the rise pop just needs to die 
Yeah, I mean, there's really no use for it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I have some pop artists that I listen to, but it's like three people. Two and a half, I guess. Yeah. It's just, it's a a useless genre that I never, I guess it got rise back in the 80s. Yeah, I was going to say my my era, Michael Jackson, Whitney Houston, Cindy Lauper. I will not diss Michael Jackson. I will not. Oh no, you no, I mean I, I don't think anyone really can. Smooth you know? Criminal is a hell of a song. Thriller's a good song, but I only listen to it around Halloween. We sure can it. See, this is the type of thing that I do on my podcast because I believe it is something that would get listeners able to do a little better. Because mm. I tried that structure shit. Nah, man. And that turned Listen. into a shit fist. Structure, uh, you know, structure for your life as far as bills and adulting. Let's categorize it like that. <laughs> it's a great thing. You know, structure structure is a great thing for adulting. Um, when it comes to holding a general conversation, man. Which is what a podcast know, is. It should be. Because um, I pride myself on not being one dimensional. You know that 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 shit don't work for me. Now there are some shows where it works. Like uh, one mm-hmm. one I listen to is called Criminal, and it's an mm. inve- it's a investigative, interviewive mm. type podcast, mm. which I do recommend if you ever want to check out a new podcast. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they're actually stationed down here in uh, <coughs> UNC around okay. the Charlotte area.